look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I did not expect for you guys to be upset at me on Monday for leaving you hanging without a podcast. And I truly apologize for that. So for today's episode, we are dropping an extra long episode. And I'm excited for you guys to check it out because I have a very, 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 very special guest with me. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to episode number five. Ladies and gentlemen, we have hit five. One, two, three, four, five episodes. And look, I'm going to be honest and I'm going to straight up start off the bat with a straight apology to every single one of you who messaged me on Instagram because I ruined your schedule because Just Romeo was not up. And that's my fault. And I apologize. I had a long weekend, I lost my voice, it was not planned for that to happen, but if you weren't aware or if you don't follow me on Instagram yet, which you should, and I think most of you do, but if you don't know, your boy did a little bit of a guest appearance, if you will, you know, they were in need of my services, of my singleness, Actually, that was literally it. They they were like, who is single and who the hell do we go for? So, Kristen from The Bird Show asked me if I wanted to participate. And my response to her text message was, no, sorry, I can't. And I felt so bad, but I had to work and I just didn't, I didn't know if I could get out of work or not. So, I was just kind of like, you know, play it safe. But then I was just like, you know what? Fuck work. So, so I decided to go ahead and do it and go make a little appearance and just kind of run into some people, run into some folks, say hello to old friends and, you know, be amongst the people that literally made Romeo. So I went to the Burchos Bitter Ball. And I think you guys look, let, let's let's fucking talk a little bit about the elephant in the room. That is literally the first time that I say the name of my former job on this podcast. And I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like it's a fucking secret. And like, you can literally go to Google and you'll find out what it is. So yeah, it's like not a secret. It's not exclusive to anything. Like you're not a part of a club or anything like that. If you, you if you didn't know, but I, I have been a little hesitant uh, of just, you know, using their name and using their their likeness i wanted to in a way kind of separate a little bit of myself from that and i don't think it's just that either but i think that i genuinely believe that some of you came to know a version of romeo that was very in a in a way the best way to put it and the best way to describe it it's not that it was a fake romeo it was more of a heightened version of this very depressed anxious romeo who was fucking afraid of everything you know what i mean so, in a way, it was just kind of like I wanted to introduce myself, like who I am on a regular basis and what I'd be feeling and whatever whatever the fuck I'd be thinking outside of just Romeo from the radio show, you know? So, going back to Bitterball, it did feel like a little bit of a homecoming situation. Um, nobody knew that I was going to be there. I was told not to publicly say anything, which sucked. If I'm being honest, because I did want to say something, but 
it was really cool to be able to surprise not just the staff of the show, but also you guys or anyone that was there, really. Like, I mean, the people that listen to this podcast, because I got to meet some of you. And that was probably the coolest part out of the entire night, just meeting people who have listened to the previous four episodes of this podcast, but also people who weren't aware that I had a podcast and bringing them all along and having you guys be here with me for the first time. So that was exciting. And no, I think in a weird way for for my own ego and for just my self-esteem in general, I would say not even for my ego, but just the way I was feeling for the last five months, to be reminded in person that you that you connected with people and that you impact them with your stories and your life and your journey. And, you know, I think it is definitely one thing, and I love getting your messages of, of, of support, but it's a whole different experience of hearing that in person and, you know, you guys just sharing your compliments towards me. Uh, I appreciated that. And I think that, that I definitely needed that reminder. So I was happy that I went at the end of the day. And not just that, but I ended up getting like $300 out of the participation of being a bachelor. So that was exciting because uh, I got paid to party. Uh, it was really cool and it was exciting. And I think that... Um, yeah, no, anytime they need another Bachelor boy to go out there, man, come on. If Especially if it's going to be money involved, baby, bring it my way. But also, that should give you a hint that if they are ever having events like this, there could be a possibility that your boy will be popping up on those bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, So you might as well just pull up and be there because you never know. You might meet me. I don't know. We can take a picture. We can grab a, a, a shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can have maybe a little dance. I don't know. Uh, most of the night was a little bit blurry, if I'm being honest. Because, uh, yeah, this whole weekend, Loki has been a blur. It was Super Bowl weekend. So, like, every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it was just alcohol all weekend long. That today, on Monday, I just been drinking water all fucking day. And I also told myself that I wasn't going to drink for the rest of the month. But like realistically, bro, we are we're like we're two weeks away from like it's not that big of like you know what I mean. I picked the shortest month to say I'm not gonna drink. I'm saying this because I do want you to keep me accountable as well. Uh, because the goal is to have a little bit of a six pack by the time Willie's wedding comes in in May. So I can't be drinking every weekend like that. But I guess you know it was a special occasion. I was a special guest going back to the Burt Show. Um, so. Yeah, it was a great experience. It was a great time. It was a great vibe. And if ladies and gents, if you're single, make sure you're you're looking out for next year. You might find some love out there. It's a singles night. It's like the best place to be. And not just that, but they be giving away vibrators and dildos and butt plugs and all that good stuff. So why not go out there? If anything, you're going to get a free booty plug. So, you know, si no te la mete nadie, te la metes... <laughs> I can't even finish that sentence. Oh, my God. But, no, I just wanted to say my thanks to uh, Dallas from Q99 for having me and Kristen as well for having the crazy idea of me surprising people. So, shout out to both of them. And shout out to the show in general. Okay, so this weekend was the Super Bowl. And, look, the game was already rigged from the start, not because of Travis Kelsey and this whole Taylor Swift possibility of proposing if they won, but because I truly believe that the NFL needs a new face now that Tom Brady's gone, they need a new GOAT. And I truly think that they're turning Patrick Mahomes into the next 
Tom Brady, the next face of the NFL. But like, of course, like many like you, we're not here specifically for the game and man just running around throwing a football. We are here because obviously the commercials. But let me tell you something. I didn't necessarily watch the commercials this year. There was maybe like a couple that I picked up on, but my ass was just not watching the commercials. But what I do want to talk about the Super Bowl is the halftime show. The halftime show that Atlanta deserved back in 2019. And look, man, Usher put on a performance. He's, I think he's got some bangers. It was a great vibe. It was great. And it really did feel like it was what Atlanta should have had at the time, bro. We got Maroon 5. Not even just that, but the fact that they even brought the SpongeBob Super Bowl performance and made it an actual thing this year is just wild to me because they should have done that again for the one here in Atlanta. So I do feel like now that Jay-Z is in charge of the halftime show, it's been better and it's getting better and I think it's just going to progress. But my boy Usher killed it. He did a great job. Those those skating moves that he learned literally like down the street from me. Um, And I, I guess the only thing, bro, like he could have brought out Justin Bieber. I think a lot of people were expecting that and it made sense. And I think Bieber would have been a great guest and not not like alicia key who if you guys didn't see when you watched it live she fucks up the first note and if you go watch the replay now on youtube she hits the note perfectly like they went back and fixed it but if you watched it live you heard the voice crack but it was a great game it was a great super bowl i think it was a great performance but i don't really necessarily think that it tops bruno mars and beyonce when they came out I still think that Bruno's halftime show is probably like still one of the best that I've seen live. But I will say this. I will say that the way that Atlanta was represented at the Super Bowl this year was amazing. It was awesome for the culture. It was just awesome when you've grown up so close to a city and to people who come from it. it I think it was the equivalent of when Snoop Dogg performed at the Super Bowl. And what that meant for the West Coast and, you know, L.A. culture in general. So it was that same vibe. Oh, but you know what? What was a little strange was Usher got married or got a license to get married in Vegas over the weekend to marry his like longtime girlfriend. Right. But the way my boy was caressing and trying to get behind Alicia Keys, all I would say is if I was Swiss Beats, her husband, I would have been a little mad. So if he was watching, I know he was mad at home because Usher was, he was like, this is my chance and we're going to take it. But you know, you know what is crazy that I noticed is the amount of times that they turned the camera to Taylor Swift. But like, it's kind of ridiculous. Like this woman really made the NFL like more popular. Um, And I think I just read online that like it was the most watched Super Bowl. But look, I'm, I'm not going to lie, you guys, like her and Travis Kelsey, they do be looking like a like a nice little cute couple. They be looking like Troy Bolton and Gabriella from High School Musical. So, you know, I'm rooting for love and it's Valentine's week. So why not talk about love? Let me tell you a couple of my stories of love, but more specifically, the torture that I've put myself through, the amount of pain that I've put myself through with women. Uh... More specifically, I would say my first, my first girlfriend, she and I had a awful ending. Big part of that, of course, I'm going to own up to it and absolutely had to do a lot with me and my trust issues. But I was, 
a 19, 20-year-old with a lot of fucking insecurities, and it ended extremely awful. But one of the things that sticks out about the relationship, and I think more specifically the story around this time, and I've shared this story before publicly, which is, if you heard this before, the story of the heart-shaped pizza. For one Valentine's week, I'm always, I always get so scared that I'm going to say Valentine's, Valentine's week. Uh, this girl was cuddling up with another guy. And they had like, you know, say they had some sort of date. I don't know what the fuck happened, what was going on. But her friend let her borrow her dorm room. They were in there doing whatever. Who knows? Who cares? Right. And look, I think the universe knew exactly what it was doing. And it knew exactly to put me in that position and situation at the right time. Because when I go down to her floor and I go downstairs, I walk. Literally through the dorm room that they're at that they're in i should say and as literally like there's i wish i could just i can't wait like i just wish i could show you and have recorded this moment but as soon as like or i'm right in front of the door walking past she opens the door and she's walking out with him and i just remember looking to the right of me as I see this door open because I'm like intrigued to who's going to come out. It could be her friend. I thought it's her room. Like, you know, it's her her friend's room. And it's her coming out with this guy who she told me not to worry about and to mind my business. Fair enough, right? But they come out and you could just see this girl's face just pale, ghost, like fuck. And I don't really say anything. I just kind of keep walking my my business. And, you know, my stupid ass, long story short, at the end of the night, me and this girl are together. And, you know, we're sitting in her room and she's kind of talking to me and she's trying to like kind of explain the situation, but not really. Like she's downplaying it way more than what it really was. But, you know, my stupid ass being so fucking loving with these love goggles on. I'm over here believing everything. I'm over here just, yeah, like, okay, that makes sense. And then she offers me some pizza. And I say, yes, like, of course, I'm hungry. Um, Why not? Like, you know, and I, I opened this Domino's box. And I remember I as soon as I opened it, it was like a heart-shaped pizza. And I was like, what the fuck? And she was like, yeah, he got it for me. But, like, I wasn't hungry, so I didn't want to eat it and blah, blah, blah. And I'm over here like, yeah, but he still got you a heart-shaped pizza. Like, that's kind of weird. And she's like, yeah, but I didn't, like, really, you know, like, give him too much attention. But, like, just eat it. And you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, if you ever find yourself in that situation, do not eat the pizza. (laughs) I don't care if it has jalapenos. It doesn't matter if it's your favorite pizza. You don't eat it. Not for your pride, not for your ego, for nothing. Don't eat it. No. Don't do the same mistakes that I did. Because I ate, I sat there and I ate this damn pizza. You know, like when I look back at that, I'm like, why? Why? Why did I do that? Why did I? I I just felt like that was 
one of the many stupid things that I believed and that I just continued to stay for no reason. And look, man, I'm not calling myself a victim of anything because I also know that I had a big fucking role in the bullshit that we went through. Uh, but I do wish that I would have left sooner because I think I would have protected both of us. Um, so needless to say, don't eat another man's heart shaped pizza, buy your own pizza or find yourself a partner in someone that's going to show you how to truly love. And we'll do things like buy a heart shaped pizza with you every Valentine's and try to get rid of that memory and kind of turn it into a positive one. And I figured that there was no better time and no better occasion to have this next guest for today than any other day. My guest is someone that is very dear, very special to me. And it's someone that I think can answer a lot of questions that a lot of you have been having and been asking me. And I think that it would also give you or many of you, the answer that you've been asking, that you've been wondering, that you've been messaging me nonstop about, and that is whether or not my ex-girlfriend got the job here in Atlanta, and whether or not we're together, or if we're talking. So, instead of me answering those questions, why not have her come on the podcast and share a little bit of her perspective of what it was like for me to share my life on the radio, but not my life, but like our relationship for me to talk about that ultimatum on the air, you know? So we're going to get to, uh, I think I'm a little nervous if I'm being honest, I'm a little scared. I'm a little worried. There's a little bit of panic and fear because I feel like some of the questions I've never truly asked her before. And it feels like a little bit weird because I'm going to ask them on the podcast it, and it's this weird mindset similar to the one I used to have on, on the show when I would talk about like immigration issues or anything like that where you get this fear. But because it's for your job, it makes it easier to talk about very personal shit. So let's go ahead and uh, give her a call real quick, get her on the podcast, and let's dive in. Let's dive in into this love story. Let's dive in into some some stuff you never heard before. And let's, you know, break it down. Let's break down what happened, her thoughts, her process, and everything. And so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the most exciting, most nerve-wracking part of this episode, my conversation with my ex. before i actually start go okay um i don't even know where to start ladies and gentlemen it's it is perhaps the biggest guest that i can ever have on this podcast and honestly genuinely i feel like this guest right now is someone that should not be here yet but because it's valentines and because it is a very special day, and I cannot think of anyone better to just, when it comes to love and to have on here, and to answer questions 
that a lot of you have been un- asking me and wondering and just, you know, constantly, even just at the bitter ball, the people that I ran into, you guys, the first, like, second question or the first question that you would ask was about this guest. So without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce to you guys the most special human being I know. Someone that taught me so much about love and trust and respect and more than anything, really just trusting and trusting your partner and just having that confidence of being with someone and the confidence within yourself. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. I don't know what to call you. What do I call you? I was thinking the same. I was like, let me see what he's going to call me. (laughs) What do you want to go by? I don't know. Do we go with your normal? Well, it says Licho on here, so we go with that, or do you want to go with Lissette? We can go by. I don't know whichever. Honestly, it's fine. I'll say. I'll say. I mean, my name, I guess. <laughs> Lissette. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome Lissette, aka my ex girlfriend. <laughs> waiting for claps or something i don't have them on here i don't have them on here that was on the that was on the on the little machine that we use uh okay just let yourself know once you're editing this to to add it add claps do you want like cheers do you want anything else yes i want i want all of it you're a leo might as well add on to it i want everything (laughs) so what's up how are you i'm good how are you feeling right now have you heard the podcast I've heard every episode, and I just Let's don't go. know what to expect as number far one as fan? questions. Number one, post notifications on hey, and go. everything. Let's go. Yeah. Hearted it and everything. Well, no. I think I think this episode, obviously, I guess, uh, if I'm being honest with you, I'm a little nervous because I feel like I do have one or two questions that are questions I've never really had the guts to ask you. Or mm-hmm. I don't think you and I have discussed in private, like within ourselves. So, you know, it's a little interesting to ask on the podcast. So if there's absolutely anything you don't want on here, let me know and we'll snip it out. So, yeah, first, of, let's start with our journey. Let's start with mm-hmm. where it all began. You know, let's, let, and, yeah. and it's funny because it also relates to the same Another story. Guess. That Willie and I talked about, which is the Disney internship. What an internship. What an internship. What a time. What What a time. (laughs) No, I I do think that in that internship, I found literally like literally two soulmates. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I think within Mm -hmm. Jose, like it was it was a soulmate connection there Mm -hmm. where it was just like, I don't know you, but. Like we're best friends forever now, you know. And right. now, now I'm at his wedding, which is insane. And I love that. I love that. For and you then guys. with you, I, I I don't know necessarily if I can say it was <laughs> soulmate <Right>. at first. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> at first, because well, tell the people when when you got there. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so we met what 2018. 19. 19. I always think it's 2018 for some reason. 2019. Doing this internship, we were in two different aspects or time periods in our lives. 
Um, oh yeah, I was coming off of of. Funny enough, actually, I was coming off the breakup that I just talked about on the first portion of this podcast, mm. where. You know, I didn't give much details, but it was like my first girlfriend and it was a lot of fucking nastiness at the end. And it was just awful. And yeah, I think I was very much in my whole face of I'm single. I'm in L.A., baby. Like there's nobody, nobody knows me. Here. Nobody's stopping me. Like, let's fucking That's go. I'm said. about to I'm about to just shoot my shot with anyone and everyone. Very much that. <laughs> no, very much that. Oh, no. And... Are you going to tell the story? Which one? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think I know, but no, I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think it needs to be told. I guess. Ew, I hate this so much. Oh, this is fun. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's where you were in your life. Yeah, it was my whole face. Uh, your whole face well, no, no, no. still I, talking to your old chick. Yeah, no, and and I talked about this. Like me going to California was really me running away from from everything that was going on in college and that whole relationship right. and like mm-hmm. trying to literally get like I couldn't quit college. So the only other solution was find the internship that will take you the furthest away. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, going to being out there in California was just yeah, me getting getting rid of that relationship but also still in communications with them. And uh, yeah, so where were you when you got um, there? Um, so for me, I am I would consider myself a Disney adult, low key, high key. <laughs> so that's why I did that internship and I am actually originally from LA. So Disney has always just been a part of my life. And I knew I wanted to do this internship forever. Like since I turned 18 and I saw it at my community college, I knew I wanted to do it. Yeah. But I knew I knew I wanted to be 21 because I wanted to fuck shit up too. <laughs> I wanted to go out there and have fun and just live my life, I guess you would say. Yeah, I have I had absolutely no idea about this internship. I like saw it one day at like 2 a.m. in the morning and I was like, oh, this sounds like fun. Why not? And, right. And you know, so and the fun the I think it's funny that you mentioned that you're a Disney adult because I used to talk a lot about <laughs> Disney adults on the birth and show. And how awful they were. No, I would say that like I I, I liked them. That I was into like mm-hmm. into them, but I never really <laughs> I never really said why and what was the reason. And it was because of you. Like you like mm-hmm. you love Disney. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So that should give like a clue to some people who've, you know, heard me talk about Disney adults. But yeah, no, but realistically in real life, in person, you guys are weird that's why i was like you don't like disney you don't care about nothing of that sort so it was quite interesting that you first off even applied and got accepted while me out here i got the interview but i was waitlisted so i almost didn't even go yeah because you're not romeo i guess so i'm just i'm just out here i'm just a girl I'm, <laughs> I'm just, just a, a girl. I'm just a girl. <laughs> okay, but okay, so yeah, so you applied, you go to Disney, um, you go out there, and what is your? I go out there now, so I am kind of, mm, I would say, kind of low key, running away from my six year relationship that is kind of rocky during that time. But I don't think I was necessarily running away because, like I said, I've always wanted to do the internship, so it kind of just fell all together during that time so I went into the in, that internship in a committed 
I guess, relationship. Six years. Of, of six years. Six or years. At, yeah. Crazy. So, I, yeah. <laughs> it was just that. That's where I was. So, I wasn't going in there in the sense of, like, I'm gonna I, find I didn't love. have my whole face. Yeah. yeah, I was not looking for nothing. I had no whole face in the works or nothing. I was just there to literally live in California because I was born and raised there. So I wanted to go back because I was currently living in Arizona at that time. So I wanted to be able to go back to California and be there by myself and just get that experience. Six year, You're in a six-year relationship. Do you remember the first time we ran into each other, saw each other? Um, the first time that I recall us obviously seeing each other or just, yeah, in general was when my roommate, lucky enough, I guess you would say, was working with you in the college program. Yeah, she was my coworker. Yeah, and she was my roommate. So she, I don't know, I think it was like the first week, right? I don't know if it was like the first day, second day, but it was for sure the first week. Yeah. Where it's literally the program is just like college vibes, like yeah, completely just like you're you feel like you're in a dorm. And I never had that experience. So I was really excited to have that because I never went away for college or university after that. Like I never did that. So, yeah, you get a really dorm lifestyle. Yeah. And we were like me and my roommates, me and my girlies, we were drinking one of the nights. And everybody's walking around outside, trying to meet people, see the people's, like, their rooms, because we all got a room. Which, first off... And not just that, but the names were posted on every single door. Like, everybody's name were posted on mm every... Like, so you know Mm -hmm. where people were, like, all the time, you know? Yeah. And I was going to say, you talked about being in a three-bedroom room, right? No. Well, like, you, um, Willie, and your other roommate not in a three but no it was three well i'm saying roommates okay, yeah, three in pieces. one yeah, bedroom three roommates one bedroom yes yes that's yes, how yes. you were yeah 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 yeah. it was awful now, it was me, fucking awful we got a one-bedroom apartment yeah but now me i got a two-bedroom with five a total people. of five people yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there was a lot of us in one freaking room oh no dude I, i'm telling you and i said it last time when willie was here that internship was such a scam like deep down inside, you know the power I that think Disney everybody... has. But you know the power that Disney has. They could provide an experience, like a really amazing experience for that internship. But instead, they take away like literally like seventy percent of your paycheck every week. Um, I for sure would agree that it's a scam, but I also like to say that it's a once in a lifetime scam. Like I really. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I am brainwashed, okay? But, like, but you can't ask me because I would say to myself, like, if my kid would ever want to do this, I would tell him to do it. So, it goes back to I don't what? Know. But I don't it, that's what anything. I said. Like, it goes back to what Willie was saying on the on the podcast. It, the perks of it are really great. Mm-hmm. Like, you get to bring yeah. in not just yourself, but other people as well. So, it's like mm-hmm. you get like, uh, what, like two or three passes that you can bring other people with. So, it's like you can have your whole, entire family come along. So I think, I, you get a good amount. Yeah, so I think the the perks are wonderful, but yeah, deep down inside, it was a little bit of a scam. Deep but, down, it's for sure a scam. They could be offering better classes as well and like better courses. I feel like for the most part, they just kind of hired us to work for them. Yeah. But oh, we did get we get a couple perks here and there that I would have never experienced if I didn't do this program. And being such a Disney adult, I like the opportunities of getting to walk a ride with the lights on and 
hearing about everything that is on those rides. Like yeah. I walk the haunted mansion with the lights off and on. Yeah, that 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 that, that 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 experience was cool. Like the Indiana Jones ride and and, and mm-hmm. riding that with the lights on and and you know mm-hmm. taking that backstage tour of Haunted Mansion. Yeah, and what that was like too. That was really cool. But this podcast is not about the Disney program. So let's, <laughs> let's okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's <laughs> go back to you and your roommates were drinking. Oh yes, so we were drinking on the first week. My roommate was like hey i have a co-worker that's doing this program let's go ice him and all of us i think it was like the, the whole girls right i think we were all like okay like let's go yeah. like if you down like let's do it together like oh i just funny. remember i just remember so we me and my roommates are chilling and next thing i know i just hear the door just boom 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 and i'm like what the fuck and she was she was covering the peephole. Uh huh. So I like, cause I looked and there's like, I'm yeah. like, I looked at Willie and I'm like, bro, they're like covering the hole. But I, I could hear like, kind of like giggles. giggling. <laughs> so I was like, it's girls, bro. We're gonna <laughs> open the door. Let's open it. <laughs> so I opened the door and then it's like, it's just Isha with the ice bottle. Mm-hmm. And she, and, yeah. you know, she just hands it to mm-hmm. me and she's like, you've been nice. You gotta chug yeah. it. And I just remember being like so confused. Like, what does that even mean? And then right behind her, right behind her. Is all of us. Is you. No, you. I like the the only other person that I noticed after that was you. Right. So then I was just (laughs) like, she's pretty. So I'm going to get right on my knees and just chug this whole thing and and seem cool as fuck. You know what I mean? (laughs) You're right. Yeah. So I chugged it and then we invite you guys to come in and we basically kind of drink for a little bit together, right? I didn't even know if you guys invited us or if we just walked in. I think it was a little bit of a combination of both. Okay. I'm being honest. I think you guys were slowly walking in because you wanted to... Y'all, y'all were nosy. Y'all wanted to know what the room we situation nosy, was, you know? Sure. So you guys mm-hmm. walked in and we got to start talking. And yeah, no, I just remember you you also had Mexican candy with you. Oh, that same day too? That same night. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. then and I remember just like trying to talk to you and trying to like find out who this girl was. And mm-hmm. Never in a million years have I ever gotten a cold shoulder from anyone as much as I did that night from you. Like, you wanted absolutely nothing to do with me. (laughs) Right. I didn't. Not one bit. I don't know. I just felt like I saw you and it felt like you wanted to talk to me. And I'm just, like, not having that at all. Like I said, I was a very – I was in a six-year relationship that I was very – committed to and thought like that was it so I did not have eyes for anyone else but my partner at that time yeah so that's why in my head I was like that man seems like he's gonna try to do something and I'm not about that so yeah I was giving you the coldest shoulder um didn't want to sit near you was not trying to have nothing to do with you I think when when I arrived in California there was a there was an energy that I received from the universe of this confidence of being able to approach you and like, you know, just like, I'm just going to shoot my shot and it is what it is. And I think I'm very, very open with my feelings. I mean, I wear my, mm-hmm. I think I wear my feelings on my sleeve for the most part. I agree. And so it's like, if I like you, I'm going to make it known. And I think I made it known from day zero. <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. like that same night right. I was like, girl, you are fine as hell. And what's up? You know? So 
Ew. <laughs> no, literally. And no. I said that. That's what I said. <laughs> but and then and then obviously like what the next day I think um Isha and I worked together. We went to go pick up our uniforms. And I remember asking her, yo, is your roommate yes. single? And she was like, no. Like, no. This like she was like, this bitch is like fucking almost engaged. Like, right, you know, right, like right, right. she yeah. was like, this girl yeah. is like done for. Yeah. Like, she's not right. out here in this dating Let world. Like, you. she's done. Let me tell you. So I was like, fuck. And and you know, like I was only there for about two months mm-hmm. at the at the end at the internship. And for those two months, it was almost a daily routine of going down to your apartment and just hanging out with you guys. Right. And like, I just, there was this weird energy and I say weird in a good way um, of how comfortable it was to be surrounded by all the girls in your apartment uh-huh. and right. just the, the chaos that we would bring with each other and, <laughs> and the element and, you know, like this comfort zone of being mm-hmm. In, in Surrounded a by your people, kind of. Because honestly, like... Well, we were the only colored folks. That's what I was going to say. That, okay, let's yeah, just call it you're right. what it is. Right. Like, the college program, there was, you know, just one certain race that took majority of it. And it was white people. It was heaven for me. It was a lot of white women all around me. And I was <laughs> like, hello, ladies, come on. <laughs> Somebody marry me out here. I need the paper. <laughs> but no, for reals. And then... I don't know how I got lucky enough to be in a room with all the POCs. Like, literally, like, we were all brown people. Like, nah, that, Disney was looking at them applications. They, they, I don't know if they were looking at last names they were looking at fucking what. They were looking at everything. They Googled us. They researched us on Facebook and everything, and they, they knew. But, yeah. yeah, there was every day I would basically go downstairs to you guys and just hang out with I, you. All, I like, don't even know if we had like the room locked or not. Like I swear that shit was unlocked because oh no yeah was yeah, yeah. In. yeah 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 at one point I was like how are people just walking in? Yeah, at one point I would just text Asia like, "Yo, are you in your apartment?" She'd be like, "No, but I think the door's open." And I would just like, <laughs> I would just be there waiting for everybody to come home, and I'm just there by myself, right? right. <laughs> in a whole different apartment. But no, it was because it was... I'm telling you, I would find like say. Imani, another two friends that we had that would always come to our place as well. And I would find her sleeping in the freaking couch. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I, I dude, I, I, I forget that Imani wasn't even your roommate. You know, what Imani I mean? and like, Talia, they both weren't our but roommates. But they were always in there as well. And of so course. it because yeah, your apartment did have a big living room. So it did have a lot of space. Um, not as much right. as Dallas's apartment did. Um, yeah, exactly. But you know, Dallas' roommate—that was a whole other girl that I was trying to. No, I just. <laughs> but not, but not, but not. <laughs> but not. <laughs> no, so so yeah, so so I would hang out with you all the time, and I just remember I would always try to flirt with you, and uh, there was and like... not even hang out with me all the time. To be honest, I wasn't always out and about no. in the living room. No, 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 not at all. Like I think you would always be in your room for the most part. You would be in your room, and like the the glimpse and moments that you were in the kitchen or if you were in the living room right i, I would be i would I just be cooking. all over you though you know what i mean like i remember right, right, right. when you would be cooking your rice and your chicken i would be like ooh what you mm-hmm. making can you give me a plate mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Right. and i got just be and there. i'm like, like <laughs> oh you swear i'm gonna make you nothing get the fuck out my face but not even that like i remember this is how much you wanted absolutely nothing to do with me when like you would sit on the couch and i would just come over and like sit like near you 
you would literally get up and like sit as far away from like on the opposite side of the couch right and you say that you stay saying that and i don't recall ever actually having you sit next to me and me physically getting up at that same moment oh no oh no oh no yeah yeah. no i remember it because i I just know that we would not sit next to each other the whole time if i'm being honest with you the entire time i just felt like you i was gonna i was gonna i was gonna win you one way or another right um but then i ended up getting kicked out because i was Mm -hmm. in my i was in my whole face so i'm over Mm -hmm. here flirting with another girl and i Mm -hmm. give this other girl onion rings and then you mm-hmm. know, fucking this other girl sees it and she's like, mm-hmm. "I'm a snitch on this motherfucker. Snitches on right. me." They make this whole big deal at Disney of I'm stealing, um, you know, robbing the company. They fire me. Not even two months into it, I'm gone. I moved uh-huh. into Willie's place. I still keep in contact with you guys. And there was, I remember Not- the last time that I was at the at the building, you were sick. I had just came back from Coachella, I think, wasn't it? No, it was before that. Okay. It was before that because you were sick and you, you, we were going to go get Chick-fil-A and you were like, I don't feel good. I don't want to go. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, do you want me to bring you back anything? And you were like, no, it's yeah. good. No. And I was just like, dude, it's just fucking food. Like, I remember looking at you and be like, relax. Like, this isn't like a flirting move. Like, it's just food. Right, like, right. And you were like, fine, just bring me some soup. So we go I ch- think I still said no. I think I still said no. Like, I don't want nothing. And you're like, okay, I'm going to get you soup. Like, like it's fine. Like, I don't care. You know, that sounds accurate as fuck, too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I said, I was like, I don't care if it means nothing. I still don't want nothing. And you're like, I don't care what you say. I'm going to get you chicken soup. Well, because you look sick as hell. And you. I was sick. I, during that during that time, you were a fucking weird ass individual. Like you didn't want to do medication. Do you remember that? Like you were doing some I onion. I am like that. Like you were doing some onion orange lemon teas or some disgusting as like it 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 smelled gross every herbs. time yeah like every time i walked into the apartment and you were doing your medicinal mm-hmm. herbal shit like it, it was just yeah. like girl just go fucking buy some tylenol no, like never that so big pharma could never shut up so so, so <laughs> i go get you the food we go to chick-fil-a i get you the food we mm-hmm. come back and as we're walking into the apartment the security guard I remember it was two girls and I was cool with them. And one of them was just like, <laughs> that's him. And they stopped us and they're like, hey, so we've been told that you can't come in speaking to me um, because you're banned from the building. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you mean I'm banned from the building? And they're like, well, yeah, because you got fired and you got kicked out of the program. You're no longer welcome into the building either for safety reasons. Mm-hmm. And <sighs> I remember... This shit triggers something in me that the next day I called up the fucking lady that called me Aladdin and I had to hold this. Uh, and we're not going to say the name, right? Fucking Becky. Fuck out of here. Becky. Uh, no, I'm just saying. No, I don't. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say her last name, but fucking Becky. Her name was Becky. And if she's still there, then fuck you. So no. So 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 uh, I, I, I'm not allowed in the building. And that was basically in my mind. That was going to be the last time that I ever got to hang out with you guys. Mm -hmm. And I think about a a, a week or no, about two weeks after that, I was already making decisions of coming back home. And it was just kind of like, you know, what's the point of being there? And I remember that's when I found out 
that you ended your relationship. Right. And now I was keeping this on the low. Oh, big time. You didn't want. Big you, time on I the low. I think you told Asia not to tell me. I don't know if I said to not say nothing, but I just remember not wanting you to find out that I was, I guess, officially single. And I ended up finding out that you were single and it was around the time that I was already like, all right, I'm going back to Atlanta. So it's one my last shot. And I messaged you and I remember saying like, hey, like I'm getting ready to go and I will fucking beat myself up if I don't do this. But I know you're single. Would you like to go on a date? And, you and what said, did I say? What did I say? No, just kidding. <laughs> he said, nope, sorry. <laughs> I said, no, it's okay. You can just leave. No, just kidding. I don't Literally. know what I said, but I did say, like, no, it's okay. Like, don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> So I remember just feeling crushed, and I was just like, well, fuck it. That is my cue to go. Mm-hmm. And then I was just, like, defeated. And I think I, I stayed there. I stayed another two days, and I was just, like, in bed. And I remember Willie coming in and being like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was yeah. like, bro, like, Lissette just rejected me, dog. And, like, I thought I was going to have, like, one, at least one opportunity. Like, I don't even think I'm ever going to see this girl again. It was just more of, like, I just wanted to, to just go experience it. Because you and I, I had tricked you into hanging out with me a few times prior to that actually not you having to trick me well not no not trick you don't (laughs) don't. but you you were going to Coachella and I remember I remember asking you if I can come shopping with you Mm -hmm. to you know like get your fits for Coachella and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then I remember you didn't have a ride to go to Coachella and I offered to take you Mm -hmm. on a two-hour drive which you know like it's insane looking back and I said, you're ridiculous for even offering. I'm not going to do that because I knew your intentions as well. So <laughs> I remember talking to but my I just bestie knew. that I was going to go to Coachella Here's with. And thing. I told her, no. I just knew, like, I just needed to get you alone. Because you and I had never truly had, like, any alone moments. But the, yeah. the times that we were alone, I felt like you actually did like me. I felt like you actually were like, oh, he's not that, you know. He doesn't put up an act. He doesn't put up a show where mm-hmm. he's, like, trying to entertain people and, like, there is something deeper about him. And right. so to me, it was just kind of like, if I can trick you into just being alone with me, then I'm going to win <laughs> you over. And, uh-huh. and so you rejected me. Willie comes in and I'm like, dude, what if you message her saying that like, I'm sad as fuck and blah, blah, blah. And then I, mess- I mean, facts. <laughs> and then I messaged Isha and I said the same thing. I was like, girl, just convince her. Just tell her it's a day. Like, it, it's not a big deal. Like, why is she making it bigger than what it is? And blah, 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 blah. And I think they did the job. Okay, so I think you did it in separate times because I feel like I remember Willie messaging me, asking me, hey, what the hell's wrong with him? And I said, I don't know. And he was like, yeah, he's really sad, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, oh, wait, it might be because I said no to him (laughs) for us going out. Right. And then I was in the living room with Isha. Oh, wait, I think you might have texted her saying that like, no, you're sad. And he was like, why did he just text me that he's sad? <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe. <laughs> because three days ago, he asked me out and I said no. <laughs> yeah. And he, she was like, what the hell? Why did you just say no? Like, aren't you curious to see, like, what the hell this man's got up his sleeve? Because you were talking a big game before that. As far as like, oh, yeah, like if I went on a date with a girl, I would do this. I would do that. And, and did I not? Blah, blah, blah. And did I not? 
And did I not? And I mean, you did, but... <laughs> All right, so you can't say I was talking big game if I actually I delivered. Think, <laughs> yeah, like. But I think you were only talking like that to, like, try to entice me. I know that I'm a great dater. I know I'm a good time. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I don't you know. know, like, I, I yeah, that was just, so I knew she, I was going to, yeah, so she convinced you. She brought that up. She brought that up. She's like, if anything, just do it just to get the story, just to get the experience, just to see what's up. And I said, you know, for the plot, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so you messaged me saying, like, you know what? Let's go. And I was like. Like, if you're still wanting to go, let's go. Yeah. And I was like, okay, when? And you were like, tomorrow type shit. Like, it was a very much like a like next, next day type of situation, right? And so yeah. I was like, all right, shit, I got to plan this whole thing out. And I remember thinking, like, okay, what? Like, I only have one opportunity. Like, because I knew that this was a situation where you said yes one time. Uh-huh. But it was like it was up to me to win you over to get another yes, right? Well, at that point, I was like going through my heartache as well, so it was just like, okay, I'm saying yes, but I guess it's also for a distraction on my end and to just see what's up. Because you were off, like just right off of a breakup. Uh huh. So I planned this most the most elaborate, I think, first date that I have ever planned in my life. And, very movie-like. Very oh, very much. Very much like, I went, like, what are like, every rom-com cheesy-ass fucking thing? Literally that, yep. And it worked out perfect because the apartments where we lived were right next to an ice skating rink. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. my mm -hmm. idea was, mm -hmm. I'm going to take you ice skating because you're going to suck. I'm really good at ice skating. I'm going to hold I'm your I'm actually really good. And I'm going to hold your I didn't know that. But I'm going to hold your hand, and I'm going to guide you, and it's going to be very, like, romantic and blah, blah, blah. And we get there in the ice skating rink. It's like, sorry, we're like closing 20 minutes. But like, y'all uh -huh. can still pay it. And I looked at you and you were right. like, no. Why the why fuck are the we going to do that? Why the hell are we going to pay for 28 minutes? Like, no. And I was like, okay, well, but my the next like appointment is until like in, in an hour from now. And you were like, let's just go to the bookstore. And we go into this yeah. bookstore and we sit down. And it was like this great time. Like, there was no awkward mm -hmm. moment whatsoever. And then right. I, that, at that moment, I felt like, oh, shit. This can go somewhere. So uh -huh. then we, I end up taking you horseback riding. And you asked me that same day before I come down of my apartment. Because at this point, I said yes. But mm -hmm. you're just the only one that knows I said yes. Yeah. Nobody else in my apartment or roommates know that I even said yes and that this is going to happen. So the day that I was getting ready, I was with two other roommates. And I think I said I was just getting ready to go, I don't know, go about my day. But you messaged me, are you afraid of horses? And I said, why the hell is this man talking about horses? Like, what the hell does he have of his goddamn sleeve? Well, because I, found out, so I, I found out that you could ride horses up to the Hollywood sign uh -huh. at, like, sunset. But mm -hmm. because it was such a last-minute thing, I couldn't make a reservation for that. So right. I ended up finding another place that was also, like, a really cool, like, tour guide of mm -hmm. horses where you go like on a river and everything and like you know these horses just take you on, on like a 40 minute walk or whatever and yeah. so i was just like oh shit this sounds like fun this sounds exciting like this sounds so different uh -huh. than anything i've ever done so i'm just gonna bring her over here and then i knew that at the end of the night i was gonna end at the beach mm -hmm. with the picnic basket that i just mm -hmm. so happened to find at goodwill the day before with a miracle like it, it was this, i think i have a video of me finding it and just being like what the fuck like this is just meant to be uh-huh 
And so, you know, I take you horseback riding. I showed up with flowers. I picked you up with flowers. Sunflowers. Sunflowers. Um, My fave. And I didn't know that. And <laughs> I was like, all right, that's starting off the right off the bat. We go horseback, back, horseback riding. We end up going to a park. And we climbed a tree. I remember we climbed the tree and we sat on the tree and we were just talking. And, you know, that's when you started telling me about your dad and you started telling me like all these very personal stuff. And I was just like, uh-huh. oh, shit. Like, I'm I, she's not just pretty. Like, I think I'm winning her <laughs> over. Like, she's opening up oh. to me. <laughs> and so we end up basically and we end up the night in Laguna Beach at a picnic watching the sunset. Mm hmm. Which is like, in my mind, when I look back at this, it feels very much like movie, like West Coast, like Greece, like Greece vibes of you know Grease summer loving, like love. summer loving ending. Like it was just very much like right, it, right. It was yeah. just gonna be mm-hmm. this one moment, and we're right. gonna enjoy it. And I look, and it, we were in this most romantic, beautiful spot. There was nobody around us. We were at the beach. The sun is coming down, and I looked at you, and I was like, "Oh, she's so pretty." So I lean in for a kiss, and I'm like, I got this shit in the back, and I lean in for a kiss, and all I feel is a big big ass push. And I'm like, I did not. I don't think I pushed, but I did turn around. I I I think I put my hand out, not pushing, but my hand out. And you were like, no. And I think I played it off. I think we we were able to play it off where it didn't feel like extremely awkward, but it was Uh very much awkward. Right, I'm sure. And, you know, we wrapped things up, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how, like, whatever we talked about, but we ended up wrapping things up, and I end up taking you back to your apartment. I drop you off. I walk you to the door, and I try again. This guy doesn't know when to quit. <laughs> and what did you do again? <laughs> Swear, psych. You're like, good night, buddy. I, I got to go. <laughs> like, why do you keep doing this? <laughs> so then... um. I and now I think at that point, what's going on on my head, I had a good time. I did. It was nice. It wasn't awkward. He wasn't too pushy. So at the end, where you're trying to kiss me, I'm like, why he got to ruin this great night? Like, it was actually pretty decent until he tried to do this. But I think I, I did a good job at managing to, like, play that off still. That mm-hmm. I think the next day and a couple of days after that, you and I kept kind of messaging each other and then right. i remember asking you like hey do you want to go on another date and you were like no <laughs> like it was just a one-time situation yeah right and i was like come on like it was fun it was a great time did you not have a good time you said absolutely i did blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so then i again i come back to tricking you into okay it's not a date it's just right. two friends hanging out right. right watching the sunset at the beach you then- know like <laughs> so i don't think you and i kissed until about like technically three dates in i think it was like the third date that you and i kissed and we stayed talking and hanging out with each other for the rest of that summer i ended up staying in california way longer than expected just so that i could get to know you Mm -hmm. and i knew that and it was it's one of those things i think where if you know that you're going to die in like 100 days, mm-hmm. you're going to live what are you going to do the next mm-hmm. 99 days to the fullest potential, you know? Right. And so 
I think we both knew that come August we were going to just leave. Part ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were gonna go to Arizona. I was gonna go back to Delaware. And that was that. That was gonna that be was it. Our summer that was, love. Yeah, that, that was, was gonna be love. it. Like that was the summer love, and it was gone. And so I lived every moment that I could with you to the full potential that it that it was. And I think that that what that's what made it so much more special. That when we separated, it was this weird decision of do we keep talking to each other or do we not? It was very much for me. Okay, first off, I knew that you were staying in California for me like I didn't want to like not to come off like somewhat conceited or whatever like think big (laughs) of myself but I did I knew you were staying because of me so I think yeah after maybe the third time of us hanging out or us hanging out pretty often I was like well this guy literally is doing all of this like let me just like stop being such a b-i-c-t-h kind of thing like whatever let me slowly open up or just treat him like a normal person instead of being so rude and standoffish and whatnot, because he is doing a lot just to stay here to see me like, okay. <laughs> and I think we made the decision of let's not put pressure into this, but let's just keep in contact with each other. Mm-hmm. I really loved your company. You love my company. We loved our conversations that we had. And do we say what we were talking about? Because we were talking about specific things when we would hang out. <laughs> And people would say, I don't know, people would say that it's very unhealthy. Oh, our exes? Yes. A lot? Like, we would talk about our exes a lot. I think you... A lot. Maybe more me than you. No. (laughs) No, 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 no. I think it was very much mutual because I do think, I think that that's where a lot of our healing came from. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I think in a weird way, like, I think most people will find that extremely weird to, like, talk about your exes all the time. But, like... You yeah. will tell me shit about him, and then I will tell you uh-huh. all this shit about this girl. And right. it was this weird. And I remember, I remember this one time. I was like, "Yeah, like this fucking bitch, like did this, this, and that." And you were like, right. "No, right, right. don't do that." Well, we're not. Gonna don't do call this. her that. Don't do that. Look, she had her reasons, and like you defended her. And I remember right. being like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? You like you don't even know this girl." And blah, <laughs> blah blah. And you were just like, "No, like, like she probably had her reasons." Blah blah blah. And I feel like you made me realize. A lot of my part on that relationship that I wasn't right. even aware mm-hmm. myself at that mm-hmm. moment. Like it was this weird thing of it took for you to tell me like you're also the the problem here, <laughs> yeah, bro. Like right. it takes it's two. your trust issues that are getting this girl yeah. to do X, right. Y, and Z. Like it's your fucking because fault. Because if I was her, I would be thinking and maybe experiencing the same thoughts that she was doing. And so and and that was the funny thing because when when it was time for us to separate and go along like our our different ways. And become a long distance thing. It was, I remember telling you, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I've done this before. It didn't work out for me. I don't want to do this. But you were, I remember being like, there's no pressure here. We're just getting to know each other. Right. You know, blah, blah, blah. But I was going to say, you would say that there's no pressure. But before we left the internship, you kept on asking me to be your girlfriend. And I felt like you were doing it maybe just because it was in the moment. You were feeling it. Dude, like it I was told you that I loved you. That like, energy. I, <laughs> I told you that I loved you. Like, right. you know, exactly. at, at one point out there. Uh-huh. And I, I uh-huh. yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. So you would say, you would say for sure, no pressure, no pressure. But let's be boyfriend, girlfriend. And I might have strong feelings for you. <laughs> yeah, you know, sounds like me. 
I don't want to. I, I don't. I don't want to admit. I don't. I'm not okay, gonna. Okay, look. Cut that. We're cut, saying, hey, hey, we're editor, we're cut that. Editor, wanted, cut that. Cut that out. Cut that out. This is I why know, you simp. wanted me here. You <laughs> no. wanted me here for this reason. I know. I said I, I want you here because I don't want to share my love on one sided. I want you to also yeah. have a part of it. But fuck no. Right. Um. <laughs> but yeah. So COVID ended no up. No pressure. COVID mm-hmm. happened. Well, before that, actually. I okay. Think, so when we moved back to our respected homes i think we were talking here and there i was going out with my friends yeah a lot but i'm saying like i would still hang out with my friends and so we wouldn't talk like say every freaking night it's like we would talk during the day text back and forth and whatever and i feel like you didn't like that i was going out because you didn't want me to go out to be honest (laughs) well in the beginning i was just yeah i mean i was i i knew that i yeah you yeah yeah yeah, so <laughs> then in your favor, COVID happened. <laughs> yeah, well, no, before that, actually, you came to visit me for New Year's. Before COVID? Yes. It was during COVID. No, it was before COVID. Oh, it was before <laughs> COVID. It was, it was, it was. Because when I left, COVID became a thing. Yeah. So you invited me over. Because, okay, so COVID, er, the internship ended August. Mm-hmm. So we were still talking here and there, nothing too serious. Me going out, us living our own life. Yeah, we but kept you the contact because I remember I went back to college and mm-hmm. I was like flirting with another girl at the time in college as well. And everywhere, I just kept like you just kept coming up in the back of my mind. So it was like I couldn't take any other girl like very serious because deep down inside, like I still wanted you, and I remember. You know, we would talk often. So then I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to ask her, like, hey, do you want to come to this family trip? And you're, A family trip. A family trip. Like A me, family trip. Me and my entire family were going <laughs> to Orlando, Florida. No, we yeah, Orlando, Florida. Orlando. Uh-huh. And or, for New Year's. And I was just like, come with us. And you were like, no, it's your family and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, they're not going to And we're care. not even together. I know. Like, like we're not what? even boyfriend and girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. And I was and like. Why am I going to be hanging out, like, going on a whole ass, like, trip? I vacation? don't know. I don't know how in the fuck I convinced you. But you come. I think I said no. I said no. No, you did. But I convinced you. I said no. We stopped talking because I said no. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. I was so mad that you had said exactly. no. Exactly. I say no. It's the whole reason we broke up at the end of the day. Right. No. Like, so, literally, I think once I said no, that was the first time that we stopped talking. Like, okay, like, for real. It's like, let's stop talking then. Yeah, because it wasn't, like, it wasn't going to go anywhere. But you ended up coming. And I said, yeah. You ended up coming to this trip. We hung out. You had a great time. My entire fucking family fell in love with you. My my niece was, like, in love with, with you. And but it's because I had beautiful fire truck red hair that, that is she true. was attracted to. That is true. And yeah. after that, I think that that's when you became my girlfriend. And and then COVID happened, like like two months after New Year's, like, you know, in mm-hmm. March. And right. you were here, actually. I you was had here. came back to yeah. Atlanta mm-hmm. when yeah. COVID, like the day before, like the whole COVID protocol of shutting everything down happened. You were in Atlanta because yep. we were at the Georgia Aquarium and the Coca-Cola world. At the Georgia Aquarium. <laughs> and so and then and then because of COVID, I think the whole world shut down and and 
there wasn't any partying or going out on the any distraction or anything like that and and so it was just like it was just you and me all the time on facetime and i think it allowed us to communicate in such a way that it opened up all like all our walls and all our fucking fortresses that we had and it was just kind of much like i got to know the purest soul and heart of you and you got to find out you know like all my insecurities all my secrets and all this bullshit right Mm-hmm. And we we kept this relationship going for the the following three years. Okay, so in these three years, I was going to you for maybe a week or two. You were coming to Arizona for a week or two. Well, because it was, and that's what we were doing. It was COVID. Co- it was COVID years, so like the flights yeah. were like fifty bucks, a lot cheaper. Like it was like yeah. literally fifty bucks to fly out. Yeah. Like nobody was on the. It was like literally taking a private plane. Right. Like nobody was right, flying, right, right. so it was like I would go to Arizona like every other like week. And, you know, like it was very much like we kept seeing each other at least once a month. And I think that's what kept the relationship so exciting because it was a vacation every time we would come down to each other's like town. Yeah. Like anytime I was in Atlanta, it felt like vacation. I'm sure for you as well. well, It goes goes back to what I said. It's when you have when you know you have a limited amount of time there's why why are, why are you gonna waste it and bullshit and yeah. arguing and all this other shit mm-hmm. like just live in the moment with that person so you know we kept this whole thing going you want to pause yeah because i gotta pee okay 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 and it's like 50 minutes we like our whole, I know! just the beginning <laughs> looking at it i was like god damn he's gonna hate to edit this he's gonna hate it you're gonna be up all night oh big time well ladies and gentlemen that was part one of a conversation with my ex um stay tuned for part two dropping on monday where we get a lot more into details of what it was like for me to go on the radio and share our relationship and you know getting to that ultimatum and playing that out on the radio and what it was like for her And to finally answer the question that you've been wondering whether or not she and I are still together or not. So dropping Monday next week, make sure you follow me on all my social medias at Just Romeo G. This has been episode five and it's part one of two. So stay tuned for next Monday. I'll see you guys on Monday. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.